Recorded during the Plague Year 2020, this is the Andromeda Minute, a minute of show where every episode we go over one minute of Robert Wise's all-too-timely 1970 techno-thriller, The Andromeda Strain. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm your last-minute substitute host, Nancy O'Kane, filling in for the absent Peter Regan. Yes, Peter said he'd be here, and, well, there you are. That's Peter. Irish farewell. That's <laughs> not around. But Peter would Peter would be here, except he had uh, some, probably something else to do. Um, well, but, he obviously doesn't love you as much as I do. Obviously, yes, enough to you know share my bed. So there you go. Although we have, it's been no, that, that's that's in the past. And <laughs> that's that's a story for another day. Yeah, I don't. I haven't come up with a, a minute for that one. Um, anyway, here we are. Uh, this is my lovely wife Nancy O'Kane, usually known on the internet as the Captain because she is the Captain. And <laughs> and if you don't know the story, you have to listen to all the other movies for a minute to understand that one. But anyway, thank you for uh, standing in, pitch hitting wisely and uh and you know bringing me stuff on one of our most interminable minutes aren't, aren't they all in this movie <laughs> well yeah it's robert wise it's i, I don't want to i don't want to say tedious but that's the only thing i can think of with this this is it's um it's extensive i think yeah, yeah I, I know that movies back in the day used to be a lot more detailed required an actual attention span not like the movies today but this one I've watched it a few times, and I think it gets longer every time I watch it. <laughs> this would be a great 45-minute uh, TV show. It really would. It would be a made-for-TV movie. It would have been perfect, an episode oh. an episode of some kind of a you know futuristic drama. But... Yeah, yeah. Maybe if they did other things every episode, because you know, here they're saving the Earth from an alien thing, and next week they're going to be doing something like you know stopping uh, the Soviet uh, nuclear bomb that they found in Alaska or something. You know, it just keep going. But uh, yeah, this ha- this one has all the excitement of gosh, going to uh, Quest Labs, and <laughs> ordering a blood test. Well, it always it always makes me think of those last few minutes in the classroom when you were in elementary school with the clocks that jump forward, tick tick tick, yes. and you'd you'd be waiting for those last three minutes to tick by so that you could get up and go and leave the room. It's kind of like that. Yeah, this is this is the part where you start rooting for the bomb. It's. <laughs> But it's yeah we're getting into oh gosh but we have to remember back at the time 1970, 1971, you were in high school yes and uh, we saw these you know we saw these things on TV that you could have CRTs where you're going to have a light pen someday and be able to click off you know a menu that was futuristic yeah to, to okay. actually touch the screen and have something happen that was almost unbelievable yeah the only place you really saw this was like I guess at the you know, at the airline terminal, at the, at the airline counters when you were seeing who's who's on board. But that's a, that's about it for, you know, you, you didn't bump into this anywhere else. Um, I, I know we didn't have this at our school. And this, you know, I went to school many years after the, after this. And we never had a CRT until I think about 78. So, I do not, I don't remember any computer activity at all in my high school. So, yeah, we had uh, an ASR 33 teletype. That was uh, that was the excitement. You fit fit in a big roll of yellow paper and printed basic on it, and that was uh, a thrill. I know you had a well, you had a different experience with your computer class. I know that. With okay, your, you're, you're feeding me a cue here. Well, if you if you recall, how, where did you run your computer programs? That was in college. Not high oh, it was school. in you're college. Confusing me. Oh, yes. okay. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> So in college, that, you, that yeah. was in the that was in the eighties, and yes, even in the eighties, we used uh, punch cards. 
Yes, but I, if I recall correctly, you, didn't you have one where you had a uh, you didn't actually run it on a computer? They just kind of. Oh yes. Um, now you're going to make me remember the name of the programming language. Was it was it Lisp? Was that the one with all the yes, nested? There. Yes, that's right. Lisp. Yeah. Yes, we. When I was taking my first computer class in college. We had a teacher who was teaching us Lisp. We had a textbook that taught us Lisp. What the school did not have was a computer with a Lisp compiler. So we wrote our programming homework assignments on paper and turned them into the professor, and he gave us a grade based on whether he thought they would run. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, and then, yes, then, then you got into your 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 car barefoot and, and went yabba-dabba-doo and went home, <laughs> avoiding the... Mm-hmm. <laughs> avoiding the dinosaurs when we back yeah ah uh, wow those were the days those and, were the days and i am so glad they're not anymore yeah I, I the opposite of being a luddite when you think back on then um but here we are watching them ordering up different kinds of blood and uh gosh i just had i just had a blood test for my uh i've for seen my the thyroid. bruise yes. yes and i've seen your bruise you we you know we are of an age where we <laughs> where these things happen to us several times a year honey we're talking like old people again i Stop know it. i know i know so we're uh but we're looking at different types of uh clotting they're they're ordering up clotted blood oxalated blood citrated blood and urine and they, they kind of skip over that part in this minute as <laughs> who's drawing the urine um but, yeah, uh, I noticed one of them's doing the blood, one of them's doing the physical. Maybe, maybe they've got catheters already attached. Or... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. If no, that gonna... baby didn't though. That poor little baby. He just lies there on the table all by himself. <laughs> no, no rails. Just no, you know... <laughs> no. <laughs> on, uh, yeah, uh, hovering three feet above a stainless steel floor. So maybe they can just clean it up off the stainless steel floor. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, interesting. I, I did not know there was a difference between oxalated blood and citrated blood. I'm not even sure what oxalated means. It has something to do with oxygen. It is uh, a chemical called potassium oxalate, and uh, what the uh, what oxalate does is it prevents clotting by precipitating the calcium out of your blood. So your blood uses calcium to to clot and make you know get get hard. And uh, what they what they add uh, oxalated uh, what they add potassium oxalate to is so they can, can test for uh, glucose, blood alcohol, and the presence of lactic acid, which indicates uh, stra- strain or stress and That's can also show stress. heart problems. Yeah. Okay. And then um, citrated blood is, let me see if I can find this now. Uh, citrate, oh, citrated blood can be used for a number of things. Mostly it's just a test of coagulation. If, if your blood, if your blood is... Uh, uh, if your if your blood is already clotted, citrate won't break it up. But if your blood is normal, uh, it won't. If you if you have any blood clots, it stays clotted. And it, at this point in the story, they're just trying to figure out why these two people are not dead and everybody else is, right? That, so they're that's where we're at. Yes, they're they're yes. examining everything they can think of to examine, hoping to find some abnormality somewhere. Right, and since we know that. Uh, since we know that they died from, remember when they were cutting the fellow's wrist open and there was nothing but sand? Yes. Uh, they figured it's got to be something to do with coagulation. So that sodium citrate test, that citrated blood, is very important to figure out whether or not it's a okay. normal kind of clot or is it, you know, de- desiccated if it's dried out or the plasma's gone. So uh, that's an interesting way that they're looking at normal blood, it, it is, clotted and- blood. 
it would have been helpful to the audience if they mentioned a little bit of this while we were watching them talk about it and then we'd know what they were talking about and we might be a little more interested in finding out what's going to happen next. Yeah, I guess they were just hoping everybody would go home and, and pull out their uh, physician's desk references. and Hopefully they had them or they had access to a library and be able to look up what different types of uh, blood uh, things. And uh, very, I'm just reading uh, this thing about uh, education for clinical labs, and you can tell what kind of blood they've collected. The next time you're in the next time you're in getting your blood drawn, just look at the type of cap that is on top of your blood sample. If you see a light blue, that means it's citrated blood. That means that you're testing for coagulation. Okay, and that's what they did then. That's what they do now. That's, that's yeah. This is a standard. This is wow. a standard thing. Uh, red or gold means that they're testing for blood chemistry, and that is a serum tube with or without a clot activator. So it might be just regular blood. And then uh, green is a sodium lithium. That that uh, that blocks uh, that that also blocks uh, clotting, and uh, what they do with that is just to get routine chemistry. That green is just get get the blood chemistry, find out what you know hemoglobin that kind of stuff. Um, if it's if it's lavender, it's filled with potassium EDTA, just like the EDTA that you have in your um, cereals. <laughs> it, so uh, does that mean if you're colorblind, you can't become a blood technician? That's what it sounds like. I wow. guess maybe there's letters on top. The uh, that potassium EDTA is for storage. So if you're if you're drawing blood and they want to store it for a while, you know, for like a blood bank or hematology, they put it in a pink or a lavender cap on that. And the final the final one being gray, which would be sodium fluoride and uh, sodium or potassium oxalate, and that that is where you're testing for glucose, blood alcohol, and lactic acid. So we're hoping that by doing these tests on those patients, they're going to find out what's causing this mysterious illness. Right, and what they have in common. We're going to try, <laughs> they're trying to figure out why, you know, how's an old, an old wino-looking guy like a like a new baby that cries a lot. And so intriguing. Um, and then we get, uh, let's see. Oh gosh, I wish, <laughs> I wish. It oh to be young again, you know. I wish I had the uh, dexterity to grab onto a uh, a bar and swing myself into a rubber suit. Um, I was like, watching that scene and thinking, isn't there a simpler way they could have done this? I, they get astronauts into their suits without making them swing on a bar. But. Yeah, I, I would I, I would picture letting go and falling backwards and hitting my head on the hatch. <laughs> um, but you know, I guess that's what you got higher. You got oh, higher another. Kelly. Another thing I noticed about this scene that when they're getting into their suits and the woman says to the man, she says, now, the only way this suit could ever be destroyed is if a doctor did it with a scalpel, but that's not very likely. Yeah. And I said to myself, hmm. <laughs> yeah, Western Union here. Hello. Hmm. <laughs> Gosh, doesn't she have great fitted clothes for a, you know, for a paper suit? She really, they... Gosh, I mean, and she even has pockets. If you see, there's, there's pockets right there at the uh, collarbone. I so, did not notice that. I'll have to go back and look again. Just, you, I, don't, I mean, you know us girls in our pockets. Yeah, I know. I was thinking, golly, you could you know, stick a half a dozen Sharpies in there. and um, <laughs> Yeah, no, she's doing great with that. And just, wow, who, who knew the computer knew how to, you know, get, get those, that right fit? It's just not too, you know, not too tight around the waist. You get a nice little bit of scooch, a little bit of room so you can swing around. And uh, she doesn't get a collar like, uh, like Dr. Hall does. Okay, I will but, have to look at this minute again then, because I didn't notice this level of detail the first time around. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Hall has uh, has two pockets. Hmm. Uh, it doesn't look like he's got any pants pockets though. 
but he's got uh, cuffs. I'm impressed by the cuffs. I would have thought, yeah, I mean, you know, I guess they, they need long sleeves. I would have thought you would have worn T-shirts, but this is the 70s. That's true. I, I still get a little, my mind boggles when I see the astronauts up on the space station and they're in their gym shorts and their T-shirts and their <laughs> little white socks. I'm like, wait, aren't they supposed to be wearing big bulky clothing? But nope. Yeah, it's like they, they dress like they're going to Walmart or something. Even, uh, well, a little better than Walmart, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but they, you know, and I just keep thinking if I, if this were the first time I were trying that thing on, I know my head would not fit in that little fishbowl. I have a, my East, my Easter Island skull would not uh, go into that, that head. You know. I, I do not have claustrophobia, but watching them put those helmets on, that makes me feel claustrophobic. Oof. Those things are, it doesn't look like they could turn their head too quickly or they'd be banging their nose on the side of it. It's yeah. way too close. Or and you... I also, I'm, I'm curious why it doesn't fog up when they breathe. Yeah, I mean, there must be a really good airflow. I mean, um, you know, the in this futuristic scene, I wonder why it doesn't fog up, but also when they're filming it. Yeah, and she's got on she's got on like makeup and lipstick. I would think that you'd have a big smear right there on the. Uh, gosh, having to get her out of that, and then I mean, the, the help maybe the maybe the 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 bowl, the fish bowl pops off or something, but probably. Golly, yeah. Um, I would ins- my my nose instantly itches. I mean, we are we are living in a time where we're wearing face masks and face shields and all kinds of stuff, and this all just feels terribly normal. Um, and oh, well, it's it's an interesting. I I keep thinking, do they really need to be connected to the hatch? Can't they just put something on, get in, and get out? I guess I guess they just leave it all on the one side. Yeah, it's um, it's very very secure that no germs are ever going to be able to get back out into the other room again. So yeah, it um, I don't know. It seems like it was designed by a the, whoever whoever designs dry cleaning uh, establishments. You know, they have a that big stretch full of uh, hangers behind them. Uh, um, nice. I I do like the the art direction. This is great. You really do feel like you're in the future, even though it's 1971. It feels like yes, this should be how it is that's that's true there's a lot of it that we can still believe is the future even from our perspective so yeah maybe not the computers but some of the equipment and laboratories and things yeah um i do like i mean earlier i know you hadn't watched uh, much earlier things but uh he's been he's been dissing her the whole way through he's been you know show me show me how this works are you the computer blah 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 and now she's given him a little bit of instruction of, you know, you're, you're not a, a doctor. A real doctor wouldn't screw this up. Grab the bar and get in there, you big, uh, <laughs> you big baby. Get it going. Yeah. So he uh, he's ready to roll. Um, I wish they had changed up the the number of TV sets on the wall because that's pretty much the same. It's it's the same set that they just used for uh, taking apart the satellite. They just redressed it slightly. And put in different panels, but yeah, they didn't. Ha- I guess you know it, it makes it look like a uniform thing, like they were just going to have a bunch of different labs, and this is the basic setup that they set up for. Well, that's true because, like she was saying, they um, they used this lab when they were running simulations. They had all different kinds of scenarios, so I th- I think they wanted to keep the basics the same in every scenario, so that when the real thing happened, the employees wouldn't all freak and panic and not remember what to do. Yeah. Aren't they terribly undermanned here? Wouldn't you? Th- I mean, there's people wandering around. I would think that we'd have you'd have a couple of people 
you know, on board to watch while the well, nurse they, and the doctor. They have to it. keep it secret, though. This is a secret government installation. Yeah, lean and mean. Um, and in that last shot, I can't figure out at the very end there what's behind her. It looks like some kind of dispensary. I guess there's like lots of pills and little, little uh, single serving things and Q-tips. And I guess that's like an EKG or something. I don't know what's, there, what's in those boxes. There's always Q-tips. Every doctor's office I've ever seen in my life has that glass jar full of Q-tips in it. Yeah. Don't know, don't know what they do it for, what they use them for. You're not supposed to put them in your ears. That's all I know. Yeah, and they don't seem to have a, a little, they usually have like a little sink that you can rinse stuff off in. It's not a lot of things to do a, um, I mean, I guess they have it dropped, they, they have it dropped in from another another room where they can say, you know, bring me in an otoscope or a, um, you know, they want to do some kind of a probe or something. Or a toy for the poor baby. Yeah, that poor baby that cries all the time. And uh, all they've given them is IVs, but the, the old man has an IV, the baby has nothing. Yep. He just lies there on that metal table. And cries and cries. And now he's now he's 50. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, a lifetime ago. It doesn't it doesn't feel that far away, but it's No, not. it doesn't. Absolutely not. I mean, you could, do you remember seeing this movie? Hmm? No. Do you re, no. No, I don't. I I don't think I would have at the time it came out. I was a girl. I saw girly movies. Did you see Silent Running with Bruce Dern? Nope. Wow. Okay, that was kind of a girly movie. It was, but at that time in my life, I was still trying to, you know, hide my inner geek as yeah. opposed to now when I embrace it. So I've yeah. got a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> yes. Well, you don't have to catch up with Robert Wise, though. Oh my gosh, this is just <laughs> what a crawl. Oh, you you keep saying Robert Wise, but I'm sorry. Every time you say Robert Wise, I think Sound of Music. Yes. How do you handle a problem like Maria? That's the only yeah. Robert Wise movie I could tell you the name of until you started doing this podcast. Uh, now I can name two of his movies. Yes, and the Hindenburg and uh, um, Star Trek: The Motion Picture. Didn't know it was him. Oh. Uh oh. Well, by the by, the sound of the dog on the wall. <laughs> yes, I, there's a squirrel outside. Oh, okay. I think we're gonna have to call it quits for the moment. But uh, oh my goodness. Okay, yeah, this is definitely gonna have to go. So anyway, okay, well, it's been fun, everybody. Yes, it, it has. It has been a thrill. Come back next time when Peter Regan is with us. Yes. <laughs> okay, Rio, come here. Oh, dear. Okay, we will uh, we will see you all next time here on uh, on the Andromeda Minute. But in the meantime, while you're while you're waiting, please uh, go and get uh, get a mask. Wear a mask. Stay six feet apart from each other. Oh my gosh, Rio! <laughs> what a dog. Uh, this usually goes smoother. But uh, Rio, we will uh, anyway. We will be back uh, on Friday, hopefully with Peter Regan if he if he ever tune, turns in. So uh, wear a mask, stay six feet apart, and wash your hands and. Uh, Listen, listen to your dog. Okay, we will, we will see you here on Friday as we finish up the week on the Andromeda Minute. Bye. Very flattering. We don't know much more than when we got here.